When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Epilogue. An occasion. Edward helped me into his car, being very careful of the wisps of silk and chiffon. The flowers he'd just pinned into my elaborately styled curls and my bulky walking cast. He ignored the angry set of my mouth. I'm Vanessa Zoltan. And I'm Julia Arkey. And this is Hot and Bothered Twilight in Quarantine. shocking he noticed all the physical things about her but ignored the feelings i was kind of shocked that he did her hair that he noticed her hair no he put the flowers in her hair he was doing her hair for her no alice did her hair and then edward just bought like a corsage and for some reason it's a hair corsage (laughs) yeah i think that's supposed to go on your wrist but it's nice of him to try maybe it's a flower crown instead of a corsage yeah that happened in the 2000s I would love that if instead of giving me flowers, Peter showed up with a flower crown for me. Yes. Wow. It only took the epilogue to get to finally I want my boyfriend to act like Edward. Yes. Julia, should we remind people as to what happened in this lengthy, lengthy epilogue? Yeah, I can't wait. On your mark. Get set. Go. Edward is taking Bella to the prom, but she thinks that he's taking her to get murdered. And she loves that idea. Tragically disappointed when they get to prom, Jacob comes and he uh, dances with her and says, my dad really wants you to break up with Edward. And she says, well, thanks for telling me that. Um, See you later. And then they dance in a gazebo and he like kisses her neck And she's like, will you change me into a vampire? And he says, no. And then he kisses her neck again. Is the gazebo in the book also? I have no idea. (laughs) Gazebo question mark. Neck kissing, 100%. 100%. Okay. Count me in. Three, two, one, go. So Alice treats Bella like her doll. She does her makeup. It's waterproof mascara, which we find out because Bella is angry crying when she finds out that they're just going to the prom and she's not getting turned into a vampire tonight, which she thinks would happen without them talking about, which signifies something not great about their relationship. Charlie is much more concerned now that Bella has gone through this horrible accident and he doesn't love Edward anymore. And all of the Cullens also go to the prom. True. All factual. Um, I have breaking news. Share. Tyler still thought 
he was taking Bella to the prom, even though he like sees Bella and Edward making out every day at school. And even though he never asked her to the prom. Yeah, that shocked me, certainly. That is like 30 years from now when Tyler is like 50 years old. He is going to think about the moment that he showed up at Bella's house and the chief of police had to tell him, my daughter is going to prom with someone else. I don't even know who you are. As like, he's not going to be able to think about it. He's going to cringe every time he thinks about this horrifying moment for the rest of his life. And also Edward just absolutely roasts him on the phone. I mean, he like a little bit deserves it. He straight up never asked her to the prom, let alone she never said yes. And he still thought he was taking her to the prom. He outdid Edward on the white male privilege scale. That's impressive. I just only wish that he had arrived at the same time as Edward so they could have just gone together in a carpool. You can just picture Tyler in the backseat. <laughs> Sitting in the middle of the backseat, like sort of pulled up <laughs> to like be in between the two of them. Being like, what? I didn't hear you. The music was too loud. Yeah, like trying to DJ. He's like, this song is really good for before prom. Do you have any breaking news? Do you want me to do the sound effect first? Please, yeah. I won't be able to think of my breaking news unless I hear the noise. I understand. Do 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 do. Uh, my piece of breaking news is that this book is called Twilight because of them mentioning Twilight about four times in this epilogue. We heard it once in the rest of the 450 pages, but this time really hammers at home. Twilight is about the emotional resonances of the end of the day. It's very moving. What are the emotional resonances? I mean, Edward seems very moved by the fact that days end every single day. I guess that's the kind of stuff you have to think of when you're 120 years old. Like, he's already thought of everything else, so he's just really stuck on this aspect. He's awake at night, so I'm not really sure what, what it means to be a vampire and have day's end. Like, isn't it all the same to him? He's awake regardless, but he seems very moved by it. Yeah, and also, who cares that time is passing because he's going to live forever. Do you have any other breaking news updates? I do have another piece of breaking news, and it's that we hear in detail about Jacob's puberty. He is going <laughs> through it, everyone. He has grown. He is gangly. She doesn't mention if the voice has dropped yet, but I wouldn't put it past his growth for that to have happened. So he's turning into a real man, Vanessa. I don't know why that grossed me out. There's nothing gross about puberty. Just like thinking about Jacob sexually, like anything. is just like so gross to me. I don't know why. Were you grossed out when you read it? No. You talking about it is gross. And I also think now that I've seen Taylor Lautner, I'm like, ugh. Jacob in my head was like hot. Wow. Yeah, Taylor Lautner really doesn't do it for me. Well, maybe in New Moon, when he finishes puberty, he will. Maybe. Mm. Do you have a moment of genuine enjoyment you would like to share? So Jacob is sent as Billy's emissary to get Bella to break up with Edward. And Billy specifically directs Jacob to say, please break up with him. And I thought that was very charming and polite, wholesome. If you're going to try to get someone to break up, you might as well say, please, it's not going to hurt. Absolutely. Do you have a piece of genuine enjoyment from the chapter? I was really proud of Charlie because he seems to have taken this atrocious thing that Bella has gone through as a real wake up call. Whereas Renee has not. Renee is still like 
I'll only travel part of the time with my hot husband and whatever. But Charlie is like, I'm not letting this happen again. I'm going to have the cell phone number of the boy that she's dating. And I love it. I'm like, yes, Charlie. We all have those moments where something horrible sort of happens and almost happens. And we can choose to change because of them. And Charlie is. That made me proud of him. I also liked how he doubled down on Edward being bad and he leveled up on Carlisle being great. I don't remember that. What did he say about Carlisle oh being great? Oh my gosh. Vanessa, Carlisle is canon. We got evidence in the epilogue. Let me read it to you. Bella says, Charlie had compartmentalized my bad experience into two defined reactions. Towards Carlisle, he was almost worshipfully grateful. On Sorry. the other hand, he was so stubbornly convinced that Edward was at fault. To be clear, it makes complete sense as logic, right? Carlisle took his daughter going missing so seriously that he himself flew to Phoenix, something that Charlie didn't even do, (laughs) whereas Edward is the reason that Bella got into all this trouble. Correct analysis of the situation, Charlie. I know. He was really spot on in this chapter. Ugh, and I love that he's growing because of this relationship with Carlisle. Finally channeling the Billy Burke we always knew he had in him. Billy Burke is the movie actor who we like. Got it. Vanessa, do you have a piece of advice for someone in this chapter? I do. I would like to advise Bella on something because she has like no basic awareness of her surroundings or what's going on socially with any of her friends or in her reality. It like comes as a complete shock to her that it's prom. And I find that concerning because I feel like she goes to school every day, like presumably proms on a Saturday, which means yesterday at school, all of her classmates were probably talking about it. There were definitely like limo arrangements happening. Like there is no reason for Bella to be this oblivious to the fact that prom is happening. And it's really dangerous to like not have any idea which cross streets you're on. You need to be mildly aware as you walk through the world. So my advice to Bella is to like up your basic awareness. Every once in a while, test yourself when you're on a walk. Be like, ooh, what street am I on? Like really try to notice the world that you're in. I mean, my theory is that she and Edward are just skipping homeroom announcements to go make out under a stairwell. And so the advice could be just like go to homeroom. You're clearly missing out on school's day-to-day activities. But, like, she has math with Jessica. Do you really think that Jessica isn't talking to her about prom? Like, you know Jessica's talking to her about her dress and her, like, coordination plans with Mike to make sure that they're not both wearing polka dots or that they both are. I don't know if she's a matchy person or an anti-matchy person. But, like, you know that this conversation is, like, happening everywhere. I mean, I just hope that Jessica has given up on friendship with Bella and has started to pursue meaningful relationships with Angela, whatever those other characters were named, Lauren. We hear about like seven side characters that I've never heard of before in this chapter at prom. She's befriending all of them. Yeah, that's great. What about you, Julia? So my advice is also for Bella. It's to not set yourself up for awkward conversations. She knows that Jacob has a crush on her. And then while they're slow dancing asks him who he has a crush on. And then he has to say, oh yeah, I have a crush on someone, but she's taken, obviously referring to her. It's so uncomfortable. So she should just not ask leading questions that will eventually lead to something that made me cringe desperately hard. Don't you think she like sort of wants to put him in that awkward position? 
She wants to hear that it's her. Ew, that's so gross. Don't do that. Why else would she do it? I think she's just really socially awkward. That's how I read it. I thought she just like doesn't know what else to say. And it's like, girls are here. You like girls. Like, what about that? Yeah, the only thing I can think is that sometimes people who are just a little bit older think that teasing slightly younger people about their love life is like fun and cute. And so then my advice to Bella would be like, it's not. You hate it when people do it to you. Why is this something that we pass on? I hate when that happens. That's so true. No one should ever do that. That's not my advice to the characters. That's my advice to everyone. Yeah, like every creepy uncle everywhere, right? (laughs) Like, don't ask your nieces and nephews about their love lives. Bella is the creepy uncle. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Do you have a second piece of wisdom to offer these characters? I sure do. My advice to Bella is fashion advice which I know I shouldn't be talking right now because I'm in the same t-shirt I've been wearing for about a week. But my fashion advice to Bella is don't ever wear heels. We find out that she is in a boot on one foot and a stiletto heel held together with nothing but satin, which is just such a bad idea specifically. But also, I just don't think you should ever wear shoes that you can't run a mile in or in her case, be carried by a vampire comfortably in. Like, you should be able to, like, run errands in your shoe situation. We had given her heels in a care package so that she could look fashionable and then get carried everywhere in the toddler backpack. So maybe she's just taking our advice and wearing those to prom, knowing that Edward can just strap her in later. Okay, so... I take back the heels. I shouldn't have sent her heels in the care package. They were a mistake. Heels are always a mistake. I'm going to die on this hill, everyone. Your butt and your legs look great in flats. The patriarchy wants you to wear heels so that you can't run away from rapists. Everyone turn in your heels. Until men start offering us rides in toddler backpacks, no heels. I mean, not only has Bella grown through this book, we have in our advice. It's true, and I couldn't have done it without you, Julia. Wow. So beautiful. What other advice do you have? I'm also hearkening back to older advice I had given about intimate conversations happening in the lunchroom. Whether or not they're in a gazebo, they are at school, and Bella is completely ready to get murdered on school grounds and changed into a vampire. And Edward is playing along and is making out with her neck at prom so that this can happen. So my advice is to really think about what is good for private spaces and what is good for public spaces. And I believe in high school, people try to lose their virginity after prom, but people do do it at prom. They get a hotel room afterwards to go do that. So my advice is get a hotel room 
to get murdered and changed to a vampire if that's your after prom desired activity, like the rest of the high schoolers. I mean, they have a Volvo. Backseat of the Volvo. (laughs) I was settling for a tent in the middle of the lunchroom earlier. Like, (laughs) my bar is low. It just needs to be not straight up in public at school. You are very flexible and reasonable. Thank you. So, Julia, it's now time to put things in Bella's care package. And I have something that's sort of unethical to ship. But what I would like to put in the care package is one of those confrontation mediators. Because I think that Tyler and Bella have to have a really difficult conversation. And I think that's going to be really awkward. As you've pointed out, Bella's not great at awkward moments. And so I think that they need a mediator at come so she can tell Tyler that she is also not like going away with him for the summer or like planning on going to college where he goes to college or planning on buying real estate with him. Like they really need to have an in-depth conversation about all of the things that they don't have planned together because I'm worried that this is just going to keep happening and Edward is just going to keep like ragging on Tyler and there's a better way to do it. So I'm going to send a mediator. Isn't that what a guidance counselor is for? If I was a guidance counselor and that came into my office, I'd be like, I don't get paid enough <laughs> for this. Okay, then then a conflict mediator is necessary. Yeah. I just am like trying to save the guidance counselor. <laughs> what about you, Julia? What would you like to put in a care package? I think as per our earlier advice, as we transition away from heels, I think I would like to send Bella a pair of clogs. Clogs are the most versatile shoe. They can be formal. They can be for nurses. They can be for walking around. Wear them as slippers. I don't care. Bella can wear her clogs anywhere, as I do and as you do. And so I'm going to send her some clogs. I wore clogs to a wedding. I got told by one of my best friends, she like called me and was like, I just want to make sure you're not wearing clogs to my wedding. I wore clogs to one of your friend's weddings that I went to as your date. Yeah, it was a really hurtful thing she said. I don't know. I simultaneously felt very seen because I love that she knew that that would be something that I would do. But I also felt very judged. Maybe I'll send an encouraging note to Bella being like, people will tell you not to wear your clogs to prom and to them say, fuck you. Oh, I don't want to say fuck you to my friend. It was advice for Bella. Stop taking it so personally, Vanessa. (laughs) You're right. I'm too (laughs) self-absorbed. I've been spending too much time with Bella. She's rubbed off on me. (laughs) So since we're at the end of book one, what do you think is going to happen between now and when we start book two for Bella Edward at all? So like post-prom, right? It's like summer break. I think that it's just going to be like one of those lovely love montages where like Bella and Edward spend a lot of time in the sun with him going sparkle, sparkle and her being like, ooh, I love when you sparkle, sparkle. And she'll get freckles, which are like the human equivalent of sparkle, sparkle. And it's just going to be like freckles and sparkling. That's so beautiful. I wish we would have gotten some of that on the page. This has been Twilight and Quarantine, a declaration that Charlisle's canon from Hot and Bothered. This episode and all episodes are executive produced by Ariana Nettleman and Ariana Martinez. This show was conceived of as a vampire baby by Julia Argy. And I'm Vanessa Zoltan, and I like to be 
barefoot like Victoria. We are a production of Not Sorry Productions and are distributed by Acast. We'll talk to you in a few days and do a full book review. All the book. All the Twilight. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.